This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Well, I'm joined in the studio now by uh, a wonderful pair of musicians we've spoken to before here on ORFM's Awesome Morning Show. Husband and wife team Charles and Emily Looker are Aro. They're in town, well, for a number of purposes, and uh, we're going to have a chance to quit it all with them about that now. Joining us also Simon Veer and his capacity with Yellow Eye Music as well. Um, uh, kia ora, good to have you all with us. Nice to have you here. Kia ora. Kia ora, kia ora. Kia ora You've been uh, travelling a bit. You were in, uh, in Aotearoa, Dunedin, not so long ago for a, a show at Bellamy's too. So how did that go? Yeah, it was really good. Yeah. I think it's really good to honour the, the friendship we have there with um, one of the local artists, Manu Berry. He's been working with us since we started, basically. Yeah. yeah. He, he creates these beautiful woodcut screen prints, um, which he pairs with each of the different... Um, all of the songs on our different projects over the years. He's been wonderful to work with, yeah. Yeah. So it's a great little intimate night. Nice to have a connection in this part of the country. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but you do travel extensively, and, uh, <laughs> and of course, here you are uh, as part of our Pōaka Matariki Festival for 2022, mm. um, being very much involved in the community, very much reaching out uh, with um, the younger people in our uh, Dunedin schools, mm. you're midway through all of that now. You've got a couple of performances coming up at uh, Lokomorai as well. Yep. Lots to talk about then. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so, um, Simon, we might bring you in this point too mm-hmm. because uh, you've been uh, taking care of Charles and Emily. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the motivation for bringing them down, Simon? I guess it was uh, to find uh, uh, performers that can run participatory <laughs> workshops with kids and work with kids. And they're not, and and be of a certain quality, obviously, to and be able to handle it to scale. So they're they're, they're running a, an hour's workshop with thirty or so children, and then they incorporate those thirty children into a show, into a song in the show, in front of anything up to you know three four hundred kids. And uh, this, for you two, working with um, Tamariki around the country, that's mm. been part of your life for a few years now, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think because because of the topics our songs touch on, it made sense that we kind of do something about it, I guess. Like we, we had sung it for about a year. It's like, oh, it feels like we should really workshop these songs or um, talk about them amongst our tamariki. Uh, but thanks to Simon, yeah, we've been able to, I guess, extend our connections and our relationships to Te Wai Pounamu because um, we're both from the North Island. And so our relationships and connections there are quite strong. Mm. Like they, they could be stronger. Um, but yeah, it was really, I guess, a blessing um, mm. that Simon reached out to us. Emily, what would you say is the the purpose of your sessions with uh, with the kids? Um, well, it's been it's been to teach them a little bit about Matauranga Māori. Our songs are bilingual; majority of them are actually fully in Te Māori these days, um, and they're all inspired by different elements of nature, be it um, the birds or stories of our waters and the migration of Aotearoa by Māori back in the day. So there's some really cool Māori legends that we weave into our into our waiata and they've been beautiful to um, to share with Tamariki as we've been doing these workshops here. Simon, how many schools in Aotearoa have been um, um, welcoming uh, Aro in? Ooh, I think about eight. Eight for the week. That's significant. Yeah. That's a lot of work. <laughs> and then yeah. of work. And the same last week in... Um, in Invercargill in Southland. Ah, yeah. Yeah. So it's um yeah, it's a we're getting there. <laughs> <laughs> Charles, how's the response been uh, in this part of the world? Yeah, so far so good. Like we I think our biggest 
focus or concern is are our kids having fun really um and thankfully we haven't had to like we adapt as much as we need to but you know a game always i think warms people up to <laughs> to learning a song and prepares them to to perform in front of their um in front of their peers um the little person you can hear behind us as well whanau that's our baby olive who's joined us for the trip <laughs> it's made things the dynamic pretty interesting um still fun though still worthwhile well entirely appropriate i mean it's you know this this season is all about um you know True. being together having fun out together and generations um, yeah. reflecting together uh, you know being in in this part of the country for matariki celebrations how's that been for you is that a different thing for you we yeah well i mean um what are we i can't even think what we've done previous years we we the last couple of years we had tours planned but none of them got to happen because of covid so <laughs> it's really nice to be on the road again um and it's been beautiful the matariki um murihiku matariki celebrations down in queens park in vikaga were just beautiful um it was yeah it was amazing to be part of that celebration down there and it was quite cool singing with you know um what's it called like the mist vapor being <laughs> seeing it because of how cold it was so we weren't used to that but it was really fun you have a couple of performances coming up at local marae Bukitaraki marae charitane this more uh, this later on today mm. and also on saturday at araitauru marae mm. um how do your Shows, for want of a better word of describing them, um, compare between what you might do, you know, with the younger people and what you might do in this kind of setting. Um, the biggest difference is really there's just more songs. I think, yeah, it it is more of a show. Whereas in the workshop, we we like to pull our songs apart, play games with them, and and obviously teach them a, a particular part. Um, yeah, but when it comes to a show, it's it's really songs. There's a lot of interaction. Like we have our kids acting out some parts of the song. Um, so that really makes sense to them, I guess. Because like Emily said, it's all in Te Reo Māori. And if you're not familiar with it, hopefully by doing these actions or these dance moves um, will help you kind of connect, help our kids connect with it. The last couple of conversations we've had about your material has been very much uh, about how the natural world and the sounds mm-hmm. of the natural world inspire your, your writing. Is that still the case? Is that is that the, the territory that you occupy? Definitely. Yeah, we've got um, we've kind of had like a five nature elements, I guess, and uh, project over the year. We've kind of given ourselves about ten years to work through five different um, themes, I guess. So <laughs> we are just in the process of starting to work on our third project which is going to be He Rako He Pepeke which is the trees and the insects so that one will be coming out next Matariki next year um, and then there's another one to follow that on so that, it's nice to have those as our kind of um, concepts to work with I guess but there's always songs that kind of fall in between as well yeah. like Kiao Mo, the song we've been workshopping in schools was written earlier this year last year yeah yeah just when when inspiration strikes you know is it possible for you to to make a living what you're doing with what you're doing? Is music everything? Yeah, we've been it has been for about six years now. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I think the combination of being able to work with schools and seeing the educational part, I guess, of, mm. that our music can can provide or or, or um, inspire has has really helped that along too. But yeah, def- yeah definitely. Um, yeah, yeah, it makes it it makes for an interesting career nowadays. Weary about going out in public. Yeah, no easy thing to to be a an active musician uh, over the last couple of years. Um, um, how have you rolled with those challenges? 
We've written a lot of music actually from home. Um, we were about one week out from doing a nationwide tour when the first big lockdown happened in 2020, and so we used that time to do virtual concerts online. And that's I think that's also when we st- when we started writing our next project, right? Yeah, I think so. I don't, I'm I'm it's all sure. such a blur. But we've <laughs> we've written a lot of music from home and recorded it from home. We've got a little studio. Um, and we've and we worked with producers who are outside of there, so that's been nice to have fresh ears on it. But um, yeah, it's been a productive couple of years for us, actually. Yeah. Surprisingly. Yeah, <laughs> and it's not even like because we've also had artists who like it was just too much, and they felt like a break was better than writing more music. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you know once the restrictions were removed, um, they started finding their feet again. Yeah. So it's I think every every person's you know got their got their own way of um, balancing things out. But I do, um, we're definitely firm believers of, which is why we like working with kids, is like what what every person has to offer is, is necessary and important because they're the only people who can, you know, they're the only one who can offer what they what they have to offer or say what they have to say. Simon, um, you know, interesting time for someone in your role too, um, work with music and trying to keep, um, you know, that al- al- alive and keep mm. what you're doing alive. How has things been for Yellow Eye and what have your focuses been in that regard in the last couple of years? Um, I'm fortunate that I have a, back- a backup being a music distributor and I still have a lot of contacts in the UK, so I supply uh, many New Zealand music stores with uh, what would be called back catalogue low and mid-price CDs which are vanishing in Australasia um, so I do a bit of that but then projects like this yeah I've got about four or five that have rolled over so you've done all the work and then yeah they're coming back again which you still need to do work for again yeah so the, the one the interesting thing is uh, the schools themselves what we found with them all coming together since um, last last week last Monday is for most of them this is the first time they've all got together in a, in a, a hall um, and, and varying degrees of protection and things depending on the school um, how, how they work it but like even today I think uh, one of the kids said well, they, they didn't realise their school was that many kids you know they just hadn't seen <laughs> you know what I mean so there's a lot yeah. of that and so that's um, and everyone's really embracing it and enjoying it it's actually it's uh, it's good timing for it all you know around Matariki and the fact that they're getting in and, and um, getting entertainment and getting all together again it's yeah, it's something yeah. to be mindful of, isn't it? Even you know, and you've got these upcoming performances at the Marae that there will be people, people who will be perhaps stepping out for the first time in a yeah. while. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, how do you make a, a, that connection? Make people feel comfortable in that kind of environment, uh, where previously they haven't even had to think necessarily about who's sitting next to them and how mm. far away. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's yeah. been um, a challenge for you, has it, or, or is it something that you definitely? Know, yeah, it definitely has. Like even. I think we've we've been doing our best to be diligent with wearing our masks just because we are going into so many different spaces and we'd hate to be the reason why, you know, um, a particular school or class um, becomes sick. And so, yeah, but we can't we can't speak for everyone and I know the marae have their own ways of, of, of um, making sure that everybody is safe and I know that they that they will be. Um, but yeah, it's a <laughs> it's um the interesting waters to navigate. So where to from here? You've been on the road for a while now. Do you get to go back home for a wee while? Yeah. Um, it's quite interesting, actually, because we, we head home um, kind of next week. We'll be touching back down in um, North Island, um, across the Inter Islander. Um, but we actually, <laughs> that, that very weekend, we, we begin Wananga with um, 
with an organization we work with called Akumatatapu, Teach First NZ. Yeah. And so it'd be, yeah, it's kind of stop and then go again. But <laughs> it's, it's the life we enjoy, I, I suppose. Um, yeah. It's been great to, to talk with you, Charles and Emily. Uh, Simon, perhaps you could give the details. We have the show Ooh, yep. this evening at Pukitaraki Marae and uh, Arai Te Uru on, on Saturday. Saturday. Yes. So um, tell mm-hmm. us about uh, how we get there and tickets and so forth. Okay, it's, it's all free. Um, Pukitaraki uh, Marae, we're running a public workshop. I don't know if we've done one on this. We had a few planned, but things didn't. Yeah, so this that's for all ages, so for family, whanau, kids, you know can jump in I think we'll we'll see how we go but we sort of try to limit it to about 30 people yeah. so we're doing our workshop with them and then they're putting on a barbecue um, at around so I think 6 o'clock's the workshop and then 7 just after 7 there's a barbecue and then we'll put on a show at 8 and those people from the workshop will get them up and they can perform with us on Kiamau Gives them a little bit of a performance element. And um, Saturday, it's uh, Araiteru is closing Matariki with a free event running from 2 till 6. And we're performing at 2.30. And there's lots of things going on there. And the good thing with the, the, the Marae there, obviously, and I haven't been actually in Pukitaraki, but there is a lot of indoor-outdoor flow, especially with Araiteru. Um, yeah. So, um, but yeah, th- th- there'll be things going on. And I believe the weather's looking pretty good for both. Sessions. Yeah. Might get into double digits, you never know. Yeah, oh, I don't know about the temperature. <laughs> uh, Looks as it doesn't rain. <laughs> fantastic to have you all in with us. I uh, know your days are very busy, so um, go well. And kia ora and thank you for joining us here on ORFM. Tēnā koe e So we're going to go out with uh, some live in the studio music from Aro Now here on ORFM. Kafititera irungaite katwa Kauate ua irungaite tangata Ahakoa koai Ahakoa noahia Ahakoa ona fakarore de keki oku ake Pumau ki te aroha Kiamo Kiamara ma, 
live in the awesome morning show studio um kia ora and thank you both for joining us here go well thank you this podcast was produced by or fm dunedin with support from new zealand on the air